0: Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos.
1: Yeah, my name is Ozzy.
0: And in this episode, we are going to be talking Avengers Endgame in depth and full of spoilers. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And where are we going? Ozzy, how are you doing?
1: Oh, I am doing all right, man. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty well. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a different show because, you know, we have uh, guests joining us. We have Enrique back on the soundboard. Uh, <laughs> and also we're going to be kind of mixing in some uh, other people's thoughts on this movie as well. Kind of um, at probably after this main discussion is over, I'll have some recordings with some other people. Giving their thoughts, maybe some familiar faces and stuff like that. Our own little Avengers team. But uh, we're gonna test Enrique's uh, awareness really quickly here because joining us today is a guest who has an intro, oh my gosh. <laughs> and it is Bob. <laughs> yep. Well, Enrique failed his test. Enrique, where's that? Interesting the way Ryan Gosling tickled the ivories. Moana land made me want to be
2: a piano sexual arousal i just don't believe in science i know it's not exactly legal but huge advocate for parents (laughs) Um, i'd like to become an arsonist i'm not saying it's okay but i'm cool with murder i don't see a problem with that ethically
0: bob how you doing (laughs) all right
2: all right (laughs) i'm good how are you guys
0: uh we're doing pretty well um (laughs) <laughs> Stop! You got all right, all right, all right. You you're ear raped the listener already once. We're good. Um, yeah. So Bob, it's been a while. Yeah. But you're back. Yep, I am. Just and, in time to uh, talk about the biggest movie of. I don't. Know, is this is the biggest movie of like the past ten years. I, I maybe I don't know. A Star Wars movie might sneak in there, but no. this is no yeah. no. All right.
2: If anything, it's this or The Secret Life of Walter
0: Mitty. Yeah, okay. So (laughs) this is who you have on your side, Ozzy, there. Um, I never saw that. I'll
1: take what I can get.
0: (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this is certainly, you know, it's an event film if there ever has been one. Um, But yeah, we've already done a brief kind of uh, spoiler-free review. We did that in uh, conjunction... Stop. (laughs) We did that in conjunction with our Game of Thrones discussion on the last episode. Um, But now it's time for the spoiler review. It's time to get into this. So if you haven't seen the movie, uh, then go back, listen to the spoiler free review and then go check the movie out and then come back and join us. Uh, If you have seen the movie or if you just don't care about spoilers, then this is the show for you. All right. You guys ready to get into it? Do All right, so that's your last spoiler warning. All right, Ozzie, uh, let's start with you. Uh, what I don't know what was more what hit you the most because I I you I believe you said you got kind of emotional you got you're trying to hold back tears at points in this movie. Uh, which one was it? Was it uh, the end with Captain America or was it uh, Iron Man's death? Which one Which one was it? I want to know.
1: Uh. To me, it was Iron Man's death. Um, that was that was where it really got me emotional, just because of how he went out, you know, um, and the way that Pepper kind of addressed the situation. was like he can rest now, because I mean, he's been fighting for you know ten years, ten ten plus years now. Um, so it's 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 unfortunate that that's how he had to go out. Um, I really didn't get emotional towards Captain America, just because I feel that. I just, I just feel that we can always, you know, I don't feel that like he's going to be as, you know, as deeply a part of the MCU, but I do feel that they can always go back and get him.
0: They did so leave just, the door open for that, you're right.
1: That, that's what I'm saying. So I, I really, really didn't get, you know, I, I, I just feel that, you know, that they can always utilize him in in the future. That mm-hmm. um, They didn't close off the door on that anytime soon. So um, that's what I feel happened. Okay. There.
0: Yeah, I was just curious because I know you specifically mentioned that you were trying to hold back tears, and I was wondering where it was at in the movie, um, in that sense, Bob. Yeah. Um, we haven't gotten your thoughts at all in this movie, no. so <laughs> what were your thoughts? And you can be a spoiler if mm-hmm. spoilerific as you want. want.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I
0: liked it. All right. It's
2: pretty good. I uh, I didn't get that emotional. Okay. Because I didn't. I wasn't that tied to anyone. Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed the movies. I've seen them all. Mm-hmm. But I didn't cry. I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty sad, you. man. Um, The only time I got emotional was when uh, Spider-Man came back. Mm-hmm. They hugged. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. He's a nice guy. They're friends. I like that. But uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, Paul Rudd was the best part.
0: He actually was really good in this movie. I'm not going to lie. I don't lie. know why you said it like you were surprised. No. Paul <laughs> Rudd's never been bad I, <laughs> He's just not someone that you would think is like uh, the super dynamic actor. Like I've never been like super impressed by his acting <laughs> he's skills necessarily. legitimately my favorite actor okay. of all time. Good for you. <laughs> I'm just saying for me personally. <laughs> fair. Um fair. So I was a little surprised by like how I, he was given a lot of weight at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like when he's like yeah. desperately looking for his daughter's name to make sure that she's not on there and then he sees his own name and then to see when he sees her again like mm-hmm. that's just I mean, he didn't he nailed it in my yeah. opinion so yeah. um but yeah Ozzie, <laughs> um what i don't know what 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 other spoiler things do you want to talk about like we can talk about whatever you want
1: <laughs> i mean i mean i i don't know there's so much talk about this movie <laughs> um I mean, I, I gotta say, I felt bad for Thanos. And strangely enough, in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. you know, he was just chilling, minding his own business, you know, hanging out, lonely, just, you know, cooking soup for dinner. And then yeah, all of a sudden, stupid. he just gets blasted. <laughs> he gets blasted and jumped on. And I'm just like, dang, man, that sucks. And, you know, I feel bad for him because he's just, he's not, he's not really trying to fight back. Mm-hmm. And then Thor chops his head off. Mm
0: -hmm. I I guess I mean that is a moment worth talking about because that kind of it's shocking at the very least Um, (laughs) because you're like what where do we go from here (laughs) Um, now I mean I think it was relatively like I think most people kind of could see that they were going to go down the time travel route that was probably the way they were going to approach this movie so you know but it's still in that moment it's very it was jarring. Uh, yeah. when he cuts off his uh, head, and then I love uh, what Thor says. <laughs> you know, he's just like, I went for that. A little um, late. Yeah, exactly, a little late, but <laughs> so um, nice. I, I really did uh, appreciate that moment, because it was just jarring. Um, yeah. Uh, but let's talk about what I was not expecting. The one thing one thing I wasn't expecting was the five years later, the time jump. Mm-hmm. Um, was that something that... Uh, Is that something, Ozzy, you're someone who hates Fantastic Four, but did that bring back like a little bit of like uh, Vietnam War flashbacks of like, oh, God, please don't mess this up?
1: Uh, No, I was actually interested to see where they'd go with it because like I I, I knew that they were going to, I knew that time was going to certainly pass. Mm -hmm. I mean, just by by looking at, you know, Black Widow's hair, but I I was thinking it would have been, it would have been months to minimum like a Mm -hmm. year. But they, they weren't drastic as to as to go five years. So um, I was interested to see where they would go with it and to see if they would even, you know, go back to when everything initially started and going back into the events of Infinity War. I didn't actually, you know, I there's no there's no way that I could actually surmise and tell that they were actually gonna keep it, you know. For, you know, in, in in the setting of 2023. So it was just very, very interesting for me. Um, just to kind of see that. Because I, I had only assumed it was going to be a couple months to a year. Yeah.
0: Well, it's something that it kind of has wide-ranging, like, ap- implications for the MCU. Because it means that, essentially, the MCU is five years ahead of every of us now. They're in the future. It's officially a, a franchise in the future. Um, which is fascinating. Yeah. Um, and I think they're, they're, we can talk about some of this stuff later, but they have a little bit of a way to cheat that system a little bit um, because, you know, they can just say, well, you know, everyone was dusted. Like all of the people, you know, uh, were <laughs> they, they were part of the half that were erased. Um, I know for me personally, there was a little bit of confusion after the movie when uh, Spider-Man's friend is still like in high school and I'm just like, what the frick? Um, but then I was like, okay, he got, he was one of the half that, <laughs> I was just kind of confused by that. Um, what, Bob? Nothing. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say something.
2: No, I was trying to do some math. Oh,
0: yeah, because it it was really confusing. Like when I saw him, I was like, "Wait, why is he still in high school? Like it it shouldn't." Um, I I don't know. Couldn't that that have
2: been like something like they went back and then when he snapped, when Tony Stark snapped?
0: But he specifically I don't (sighs) remember. He specifically didn't want it to revert back in time because of the daughter.
2: Who can say? (laughs) <laughs> I think that's where we're really at right now with the whole uh, time thing. Who, who can say? Well,
0: I think that's an important part of this movie to talk about because that's where yeah. some of my issues come in mm-hmm. with the time logic mm-hmm. of this movie. Um, and we can get there. I don't want to like jump on that necessarily right yeah. now. But I do want to talk about where everyone is at the moment we find them or that we pick up back mm-hmm. up with them five years later. Uh, I think... A lot of people's favorite is definitely going to be the Thor thing. I have
2: some thoughts on that. (laughs) I am slowly becoming an alcoholic.
0: Yes. uh, Thank you, Noah. Uh, I think that's exactly what Thor was thinking. Um, My goodness. I was not expecting that. They did a good job of hiding it in the trailers because I think it was pretty unexpected. Uh, And I loved it.
2: Yeah. I thought it was great. And I think everyone (laughs) online that's complaining saying that they were body shaming, fat shaming. (laughs) Is that really a thing? Yeah, I was on Twitter today, and everyone was like saying, oh, this is so offensive, they're body shaming Thor. Uh, No, they made him more relatable for people like me. (laughs) Like, I'm not the fittest man. (laughs) I had no problems with it. I thought it was hilarious. And everyone I saw complaining about it had a pretty skinny profile picture. So uh, they can stop because I thought it was a great choice for his character.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: And I'll fight anyone who disagrees.
0: (laughs) I I mean, it was, to me, that was, like, it wouldn't have been what I would have thought of immediately. But in hindsight, that's exactly how someone like Thor would Mm -hmm. react. Like, he's completely devastated. And he would just revert to essentially a more, even worse version of what he was when we first meet him in... Uh, in the first Thor movie. Yeah. Like, he's kind of this guy who doesn't take his responsibilities too seriously, and, you know, he's kind of reckless, and, you know, it's just... We get a more extreme version of that, and to me, it made complete sense. It was
2: the best way to advance his character over those five years and show like, how much it affected him.
0: Now, it does bring up some uh, interesting again, implications for the future of these movies Mm -hmm. because by the end of it, he essentially gives up his throne. I mean, he does give up his throne. He says Valkyrie, you're in charge now. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's to me, that contradicts what these movies, what the Thor movies have been trying to get across this entire time which is a little I, I think it works for this movie like i don't have a problem with it in terms of this movie yeah. but in the grand scheme of things it's mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it quite fits with the direction they were taking Thor's character yeah um but but i did like uh the thor <laughs> whole his whole dynamic in this movie i really really okay. did like it
2: do you think he's going to show up in guardians 3 yes yeah yeah same
0: um i don't know how i
2: feel about it though because <laughs> James Gunn yeah. said it's going to be a trilogy. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you'd want to bring in like one of the bigger characters of the MCU for a film that's supposed to close out the story of like this close knit group of characters we've mm-hmm. seen. You know, yeah, I feel like that could be a poor choice.
0: Well, and that's another complicated thing. With as much as you know, there's being praise thrown mm-hmm. at the MCU in general yeah. in the past uh, month or so because of this movie, yeah. and rightfully so. It's one of the most unique franchises of all time, and we'll never see anything like it again. Mm, I don't see, think we'll ever see anything see
2: it's again. on its way. <laughs> okay, I'm buying stock. I'm
0: Batman. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but. I think one of the complications from the MCU as a construct is the, the fact that you have these movies that are impacted by the other mm-hmm. movies in the franchise, but aren't necessarily part of their these trilogies. Yeah. So, I mean, when Guardians 3 does pick up, we're assuming that Gamora is still going to be not part of mm-hmm. the team. She doesn't have any of these memories. Thor will all of a sudden be part of this team. Mm-hmm. And... But it's supposed to, you know, you just said he wanted to make a trilogy, right? Yeah. So how is that part? Like, it just feel, it'll feel like such a random yeah, entry into the trilogy. Yeah, I don't think part the of his
2: narrative was going to be like, all right, so we'll end up with Thor at this point. Yeah. When he <laughs> made the first Guardian. Exactly. When he made the second. I don't think that was ever his idea.
0: Exactly. And it makes it complicated when, you know, yes, we can say, oh, you want to watch this whole, fr- you you know, it'll be incredible to watch this entire 23 movie or 22 movie franchise mm-hmm. all back to back or whatever. But it also, it makes it so it's kind of difficult to watch like Guardians 1, 2, and 3 as a trilogy Mm back-to-back. You know, Guardians 1 and 2 work, but will Guardians 3 work with that? Or something like Captain America trilogy, that. You know, that is a trilogy, but they are very, like, dependent. I
2: think that dependent. One works better. Yeah, the first, though.
0: again, the first two, but then even the third, the third one. one yeah, it, it does you work. You
2: kind of need to see Age of Ultron yeah, in between. Exactly. Like, yeah. people were even saying at and the then time. Avengers between.
0: Yeah, people were, yeah. People were even saying at, at the time that the real trilogy was Avengers, Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and Civil War. Yeah. Like, that that's a trilogy in and of itself, you know? So it makes it complicated. It's its yeah. fascinating, like, in terms of... I, I've had this discussion with people before, like, when, we, like, we're old men and we have children, like, you know, how do you even broach, like, trying to show them this oh, massive I franchise? I won't. Um, they, <laughs> you, can find, they, they can find it out on, on their own. own. Yeah, they'll just be like, hey,
2: Dad, <laughs> did you ever see this movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? i will be like, yeah. <laughs> do you want to see the other 39? <laughs> <laughs> like over to that
3: point.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Ozzy, what you know? We talked a lot about Thor and all that, and um, you know, some of the characters where we picked up with them. What was your kind of favorite character uh, besides Thor? If Thor was your favorite character, that you know, where
1: we see them after the five-year jump. Um. Definitely Tony Stark. Hmm. We just kind of see where he. Where he's at, you know, he's kind of settled down. He's accepted the fact that he's lost and he's just trying to, you know, be at ease with what he has now. So I, I like the fact that, you know, he has a lot more to lose. Um, but, but you know, he's, he's obviously still wanting to help out in whatever way that he can. Um, and also, I'll also say I also like where where Hulk is. I think mean, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was just like, listen to your mom. She knows best. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought he, I thought that was also pretty cool. Cause it was, it was really unique to kind of see Bruce Banner and the Hulk kind of become one. Yeah. Um, so it was really cool just to kind of get that aspect, mm-hmm. um, of, of Banner speaking through Hulk to Thor. Um, so it was, it was really cool just to kind of see that aspect and, and see yeah. how it works. I really liked Rocket and all this. Because Rocket having dynamic with everybody, I thought it was really good.
2: Our beloved Bradley
1: Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. When he was telling Tony Stark, I was like, yo, relax. You're only smart here. Okay. You're (laughs) not smart anywhere else. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. If there
0: was any Guardian that you were gonna pick, it was Rocket and they made Mm -hmm. the correct choice there. I think uh he was a great (laughs) choice to add to uh the main cast of this movie. Mm -hmm. Um But yeah, going back to what you're talking about with uh, Tony and uh, stuff like that, I think it continues on with this theme that the MCU has been having for a couple of years now of basically Iron Man and Captain America essentially Mm -hmm. flipping mindsets and flipping our expectations on them as characters, right? When we first start this franchise, you would think that everyone would have guessed that if anybody, you know, captain america would be the one who would sacrifice himself for the greater good or to save the world or something like that and kind of tony is viewed as this more you know they set him up from them from the very first movie that he's kind of a a guy who's not necessarily like you know he he starts to think more about the greater good but he's still like this you know big personality type of guy right yeah and those kind of roles have switched over the past couple movies to where the point to the point where in this movie captain america like he's still trying to put on a face Uh, steve is still trying to put on a face of like i've i'm moving on i'm trying to help other people move on but he hasn't he clearly hasn't whereas tony he's he's kind of just accepted it and he's moved on and but then at the same time he gets pulled he gets pulled back in and um and then Tony's the one who sacrifices himself. Like, I think that, yeah. that you know, they've done a great job of kind of flipping our expectations on those characters. And they do it so naturally here because I completely buy that this is where Tony Stark would be after five years of this. And his even his initial reaction of being very pissed, like when we first get back, um, he is pissed at Yeah, <laughs> yeah because at <laughs> Steve, that point yeah.
2: when he was just out in space. Yeah. He'd uh, pretty much accepted everything yeah. at that point.
3: Oh,
0: definitely. And then
2: he got brought back into it. I don't think he wanted to be saved, for being honest. <laughs> I
0: I don't know if I'd go that far, but I mean, well, that's I did. Well, yeah, I, but that's uh, that's a good point. I like it. Um, can we talk about the the cold open and uh, where our Hawkeye goes, or I guess what do they call him, Ronan? yeah, uh, which is very confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but. I loved where they took okay, his character. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I mean, you talk about, like, they, they've been trying so hard to make us care about him as a character. Well, I've
2: always liked him. He, he's always never been fine. i a problem
0: with him. He, he, yeah. To me, he's always been fine. Um, like, like he's never had too much, there's never been too much <laughs> meat on that bone there. Yeah. Um, you know, and then they try to make us care about him in, in which one is that, Age of Ultron? Ultron yeah. Um a little bit more by giving him like this family backstory and they finally like completed that (laughs) in a weird way, arc of us like actually like feeling for this person Um, to the point where it's, it's devastating when you see like where he is and what he's doing. And I think it really helps that um, Scarlett Johansson, I don't think she gets enough credit in this franchise. Mm. She is incredible in this movie. Absolutely. She's so good.
2: That's, that was my first thought. Leaving, yeah, was how good she was.
0: Yeah, um, but I think
2: I, that just gets lost in translation sometimes. Uh, yeah,
0: and I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> nice. I think she's given. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's what she's given because I think she's always been given like good material to work mm-hmm. with in these movies. You know, because she plays a character who has this mysterious backstory. Yeah, like, but the, they've
2: never like pushed her to the front. Exactly. With
0: any of it. And I think just because, you know, I hate to bring up the, be the one who brings up this term, but we do have some gender bias, you know, where we look at her as a character and we just go, okay, like she's like the hot assassin character, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's this, this stigma there. And I think that in this movie, it really comes across that she is a great character. Mm -hmm. Um, She's a person too. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, She's a great character. And I think she does a great job in this movie. Uh, Ozzy uh speaking of performances what's your favorite performance in this movie
1: um it'd be between her and her and chris hemsworth
0: interesting why chris hemsworth just because he got to play something completely different
1: I just I just I just also saw I mean I mean there's a ton of people that I can name I mean it's all like oh, definitely. I mean, I thought everybody did a really phenomenal job. Yeah. I just like the fact that we saw I mean and he I'm just giving I mean he's just an example that came to mind. I mean we just saw a completely different like a tonal shift. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go ahead and say because the fact that we saw him being somebody who's completely you know upset you can see that he's angry, you can see that he's Uh, you know wanting to to be you know just to go ahead and you know take his anger out on something um and we do see that happen in the beginning of the movie and then we see him completely gone broken and then we explore that even more when he speaks with his mother Mm -hmm. Uh, um and then we also just see him kind of just saying just kind of stepping up to the plate again um and, and and wanting to go ahead and um, and save everybody. So I think his character just went through, a, you know, a, 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 a lot in the movie in terms of where we see him at initially in the beginning and then where he ends up. So um, it's very interesting. But I like I like I liked seeing his character
0: um, change throughout the duration of the movie. It's certainly a layered performance. I, I'll give you that. I completely agree. Um, but yeah, uh, can we talk? I, I really want to talk about Captain Marvel here.
2: Oh, good, good. Well, I've got some thoughts.
0: Um. I understand from a writing perspective why they treated her the way that they did in this movie. Mm-hmm. She creates a Superman problem. Yeah. Where she's overpowered. Mm-hmm. If you put her throughout the movie, if you send her on this mission, then it becomes way too easy, yep. and it just makes things difficult from a writing perspective to make it interesting. Yeah, uh, And also, and again from a writing perspective, she's not necessarily a character that we have spent a lot of time with. Yep. Whereas the, this entire movie is about reestablishing these people that we know and these characters that we know so that the impact of what happens, like it really gets to these you. These
2: are all characters we've known for five, yes. to 10 years at this point.
0: And it, it's meant we've to known play her on since that. March. Yes, it's meant to play on that. This entire mm-hmm. movie is meant to play on that. So I understand from that perspective, she didn't necessarily fit in that respect. Yeah. But from a practical standpoint, it, it doesn't make any sense no. for her not to be in this movie as yeah. m- more than she is because she is used so sparingly. Yeah. And it's a, it's a bit of a shame because, you know, Ozzy and I, I think we're both very clear that we're huge fans of Brie Larson well, on this isn't. podcast. Uh, she is, she's incredible. And, yeah. you know, um, in a weird way, MCU fans don't deserve her. Um, <laughs> but I, it's just unfortunate that, yeah. that that's how they had to do it. And I, again, I understand the reasoning, but, again, if you're looking at it from the logic of the movie, like, I understand they throw in that line of, like, uh, you know, Arthur isn't the only one that has problems, yeah. and I'm dealing with all this other stuff. And that's the excuse line, essentially, of the movie, because they, they're like, yeah. look, if anybody ever asks, well, why didn't they call Captain Marvel? That's what they'll say. They'll be like, well, she was busy. It's like, and they, I mean, but they didn't know
2: about her either. Y-
0: yes, but now, like, when they go on this mission now, is what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... It doesn't quite hold up though, because no. if you're telling me that if if they called her and were like, "Hey, we figured out a way that we might be able to reverse everything," mm-hmm. she wouldn't have dropped what she was doing and came and helped. Like that doesn't make that doesn't hold up. I'm sorry, it doesn't yeah. in terms <laughs> of the logic of the movie and the characters in the movie. But again, I understand why they did it. So I have a complicated relationship well, I with just, that aspect. I of just
1: it. I just don't think that they necessarily needed her in the, in the scenario, just due to the fact that they they. They didn't know. They didn't need the most powerful being in no, the universe. I don't. I don't think so because of the fact that initially the plan was to go back in time, get the stones, and then utilize the stones to reverse the snap. There was no way of telling that Thanos was was actually going to time travel to their yeah, time no, in twenty twenty three. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, they already have Thor and and Hulk, which are already a fat Thor. Are, well, <laughs> yeah, but he's still. What's but not he's no, but he's still he's still capable. Um, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, so there's no way of, the, the, you know, they were just going to go back in time, bring the stones together, and then have one of them, you know, utilize the gauntlet, which 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 the Hulk was Look, able to go ahead and do so. Okay. So there's no need to call her in. But I don't I think buy that. Th-
0: I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. Okay, because think, I buy that. No, but think about okay. I want you to realistically take a step back and look at the w- the missions that they go on, right? You have the New York team, right? I think that team made complete mm-hmm. sense. You have Captain America, you have Iron Man, you have Hulk. That made complete Paul sense, Rudd. right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> then you have, uh, what's the other team? Uh Asgard. Yes, yeah, the Asgard, Asgard team, which, again, makes sense. You have Rocket, you have Thor going they're, back they're to... They're good friends. That, that, yeah, exactly. They they know each other mm-hmm. at least a little bit at this point. Friends from work. Yeah. Um, so that made sense. But then you have this space team, okay? They, they go to another planet. And just think about this. Think about... Ozzy, I know... I'm not trying to crap on this movie. I'm just trying to make... I'm just trying to mm-hmm. look at this from a practical standpoint here. They send to another planet people who have essentially been into space once which was earlier in this movie they send ronin <laughs> and black widow on a mission to space to go get the soul stone which they have essentially never dealt with whatsoever are you that you're telling me that makes sense to yeah. you um yeah i'm fine with it <laughs> no i am yeah, i'm how? fine with it
1: I well, don't Nebula was probably it was it.
2: out there. Like this is the best Cause, idea. Because you it. had Will
1: Nebula. You... Because on top of that, you had Nebula. Nebula was with them. So it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like it's not like they were out there alone. You know what I mean? Like they had somebody with them. So in terms of them going to that planet, there's no way of telling. I mean, I mean, the same scenario would have <laughs> happened. This is ridiculous. The same scenario. Dude. The same scenario would have happened if Captain Marvel had to go out there. And get the soul stone. Mm-hmm. Somebody still Who would have had to die. It, you know exactly. So I'm, like, I'm not like, saying
0: the outcome would have been different, but they didn't know what the outcome was going to be. They didn't know well, the what outcome the outcome sensual...
2: would have been different if you just sent like Don Cheadle and the whole. <laughs> they don't love each other. I was like, I think get they're they sacrificing yeah, yeah, at
0: that. Point?
4: I don't know. I just like no, I don't the... think sending them to like like think like think about the mission though. Like practically, like I understand what he's saying because it's like it's a mystical space planet. Mm-hmm. We're gonna send gun girl and knife guy this is <laughs> this is
0: suicide squad logic of like oh mm. we're gonna send in harley quinn with her baseball bat to fight this mystical god it okay. doesn't mm. on the surface it but doesn't they make any sense who did they
1: but fight they weren't but they, they weren't fight? going to fight anybody though that's what i'm saying like they, they weren't, didn't know, they know that going to it they mess. did not they know, did. It. No, she didn't yes they did nebula was yes, not they there did. they weren't but they weren't the whole she point was not to yeah. go in but the whole point was to not go into fight it was just to get the stone that, that's the whole point. There wasn't even there wasn't a set there wasn't a, a plan that they were saying that they were saying that hey we need Captain Marvel to go ahead and take care of this problem. That's not that's not the problem. Captain Marvel has no experience going into the quantum realm mm-hmm. and going back. None in of time. them did. That's Nobody not did. a fair. Nobody but, does. That's not but a good I'm criticism saying, of my that argument. That is a <laughs> fair criticism. But listen, listen. What I'm saying is, for what for what for what they had to do, I, I think it was fine. They didn't have to do anything crazy.
0: I, I think this is insane that you guys are on this side of the argument. Well, I'm fine
2: with it. Okay, look at it this way. I'm fine with it. Nebula spent all that time with Thanos. You think he probably didn't tell her, like, uh, to get the Soul Stone, you have to sacrifice something you love.
0: Thanos didn't know that either. Yeah, he did. He didn't.
2: Uh, he did. Okay. Why else would he have taken Gamora with him?
0: Because Gamora knew where it was. Sure. Oh, yeah, she did That's the She, map. Did. That's she it. did. She did. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. you could have
2: just taken the map from her.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. But, all right. My my argument is, I'm not saying that, you know, uh, there was, there like, it would, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have, or that they were completely wrong for not bringing her or whatever. Like, that's not the problem here. It's the fact that. They had no good reason to not bring her. It's not. It's a. It's an issue of omission and not an issue of. Yeah.
4: They're just out of their element. I. It, it didn't really make like, any sure. sense.
1: Like, like if I'm they not, were
4: like sent them to New York, I'd yes. be like, oh, cool. They. they yeah, didn't but manage. they were
1: already. But they were already out of their element as it is. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's not completely out of them. It's not completely. If they're already out of their element, you know, for them to go even more out of their element, like it doesn't make. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't make. That's not a big deal to me that they didn't utilize her. It's not a huge problem. In, no, exactly, and I feel like you're a, getting super huge, defensive
0: here. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. not <laughs>
1: I'm not getting super defensive at all. You're the one who's getting offended at the fact that they didn't utilize her. I'm no, fine with it. It's
0: not that they didn't <laughs> utilize her. Again, this isn't an issue of oh man, they should have had. They should have had more of her character. I am looking at it from I, a practical mm, standpoint. Yep. It doesn't make sense. I
2: thought what could have been good is. It's a three hour movie. We see her at the very beginning and then at the end. Yes. Maybe like one in the middle where they're like, hey, uh, they call her and they're just like, hey, uh, we wanted to let you know we're going to go in time and get the stones. Mm-hmm.
1: Just like keep you updated. <laughs>
2: That way, like you don't have everyone saying, "Where was she this whole yeah, time?" Think, you know, well
1: that I think be like, that's oh, what yeah." I, well, I think that's what should have happened mm-hmm. is maybe they should have called her because I mean they called everybody else, mm-hmm. yep. they just didn't call her. So that's what I, that's what I will give you. But to go, I mean, but I'm not going to go as far as to say that it was, uh, you know, unpractical. It didn't the ruin whole the thing. Movie. The, the, no, the exactly. whole plan I'm not saying was ruined. The movie the whole the whole plan in my idea was on you know was unpractical. So for them to go even. F- to to do, well, you know, to dwell further the in there, but you think that complicates
0: things by bringing her. Like that's what does. Uh, that's I'm trying to understand your argument. I don't because think, no, that no, no. that doesn't make things I worse. It, I don't
1: think it. I don't think it complicates it. But I'm not I saying it doesn't make it. Fight the Red Skull.
0: You don't think it would have made it easier? No, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I don't
2: know. She just seems like she because because the outcome everyone.
1: because because at the end of the day, Carlos, the outcome would have been the same. The outcome would have been exactly the same. Know that, but. Okay, but it still would have been exactly the same. <laughs> Who can say? Really, there's <laughs> no way.
0: Annoying. Yeah. Okay, we're not going to get anywhere here. I'm going to be curious to curious to see what uh, what everybody else lands on this because um, yeah, I I don't know. I'm baffled here. Um, but anyway, uh, I feel like we're going to see. This is not giving me any optimism for our discussion uh, later in the episode when we talk about the time travel logic here. Um, but. <laughs> Ozzie, uh I I don't know, what else do you want to talk about? I've been leading this discussion. Do you have anything specific you wanna get well, to Well
1: let's talk about let's talk, let's talk about the time the time travel oh, that you wanna talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm i I'm very interested to see what you have to say. Can one of Make you maybe, it? maybe we agree? This is
4: my synopsis, right? You yeah, know, it doesn't make sense. Go off, yeah. King. And then you just it's that's, it's there, so you just got to deal with it. No, and that's and that's I the thing with
0: most movies. Any movie that deals with time travel, you just got to accept that if you yeah. put any thought into it, it's not going to make any sense. I
2: didn't understand it enough to say that it didn't make sense. You know.
0: Yeah, um, I think. Uh, and I thought
2: Back to the Future got it right.
0: <laughs> the Back to the Future definitely <laughs> does not get it right. Well, <laughs> <I don't laughs> it know. doesn't make any sense.
3: Well, I don't
0: know. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um it's but kids, okay here uh, just to bring up I and, and before we even get started i'm gonna bring <laughs> up a little bit of an outside defense here as well uh Terrion, who i said on the last episode texted me uh and he was the one who was like 10 out of 10 you know this movie is great and i was like well let's calm down there and then he was like how does this not how is this movie not a 10 out of 10 yeah the next day, he texts me and goes, you know what? The only thing about that movie that pissed me off was the time travel because it doesn't make any sense. And I was like, okay, thank you. We can agree on something. Um, so with that being said, this movie gets so close to actually getting this right. It really does because they establish rules early. Sure. They tell you how it works. And mm-hmm. for, in terms of time travel rules, they're not half bad. It creates separate. It creates separate timelines. Um, You know, when you change something, it's not that it changes the future, it just creates another option for the future, essentially. Right? That, in terms of time travel rules, that makes enough sense, I guess. But... Then they violated at the end. <laughs> they really do. And I, the Captain America thing, it was played for the emotion of it. Mm-hmm. It was played to have that moment where he gives him the shield, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I, I think it. I liked it. I think it would have been a little bit more impactful if it would have been given to Bucky, but it wouldn't have made it that's as much story sense. Yeah, and that's a whole other issue. We can fight with comic book readers all all day. I'll I guess they're nerds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um but you know you know even if we just accept that they wanted to do that because they wanted to have that emotional beat in the movie
2: yeah
0: it doesn't make any sense in terms of the logic that why they why
2: wouldn't he tell him about his wife
0: and, <laughs> But it doesn't make any sense in terms of the logic of the movie because, you know, if this whole thing is setting up alternate timelines, right? We were on the main timeline, and then when he goes back and stays, he changes something because he's staying, right? So now Hmm. he is living on an alternate timeline. But he ends up as an old person on the main timeline. Hmm. The movie violates its own logic, and yeah. that's where and it falls also, apart. They're also like trying
4: not to like change time by making alternate timelines, right?
0: That's yes, yeah, that's what was then, one of their like, goals. That's why they yeah. sent him back to return the stones.
4: But, like, if you think about anything they did, it's just like, oh, that's out the window. Like yes. Thor takes his hammer from himself somewhere in cool. history. I like
0: that. And this also, you know, I think what the part of the reason they did this was to open up more doors because Loki is dead in the main timeline. He's still but dead.
2: He's getting his own Disney Plus series.
0: <laughs> and at, and I think their explanation getting his. I think their explanation is going to be he's in an alternate timeline now. He's alive in an alternate because in that one timeline he escapes with the Tesseract. He doesn't get arrested. He doesn't go back to the prison on Asgard and in their timeline things just never unfolded that way.
2: Why did he just let them uh, arrest him? Couldn't he have just like left
0: I don't know he's a god like that hand <laughs> <It> just... <laughs> yeah, that's a question for another day but <laughs> now I'm getting a lot more questions about this film <laughs> well because it doesn't the, the logic of the timeline like. it, it completely, completely falls apart so. yeah it and again, that's what you have to accept and well, that's yeah. just you just and with any movie that deals with time travel, again, you just have to accept it and then, you know, people will come oh, at you and machine. I've heard some people like poking holes at this because there are holes to be poked whether you agree or not. There are holes to be poked in the time in the time travel logic of this movie. And when people poke those holes, you know, all these Marvel fans like go up in arms and want to defend it and be like, "Well, no, it makes sense because of this." And it still doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: no, well, well, the whole Captain America thing didn't make sense to me. Because, ex- okay, we're on the thing. same page. Because, 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 because <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is, I mean, if you went ahead and did that, then, then the events of Civil War didn't happen. The events <laughs> exactly. of Age of Ultron didn't happen. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? So that's where. But that's but that's where I'm just like, oh, okay, let's where Peggy you sets know, up I, I Shield. A-
0: like she is such an important character. Maybe he inspires her to set up shield. Uh, Well, but Mm -hmm. but then her whole reason for setting up shield is differently. And then what's to say that she doesn't do things slightly differently, and that changes the entire course of history? Like it doesn't make sense. (laughs) That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. So it's 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 very it's very crazy to me that it happened. And then and then you know Nebula dies. 2014 yeah. Nebula dies. Be- so, how come there's not like a time cataclysm? Well, be- because, 2014. Because, uh, is- because
0: she's the that Nebula is from an alternate timeline at that point, and we're dealing with the main timeline that I don't have an issue with necessarily. It's oh, a with Captain- nebula dying, yes. It's a
1: Captain America okay, issue well, to me, but yeah, I mean, I mean, those are both issues for me, but I mean, the Captain America to me, I mean, that's why that's so why for egregious. me it was that's why to me because I the the reason why I semi kind of bought it was because of the quantum realm. So, like, I mean, for them, it, you know, you know how he was explaining, like, for them, it, he had been gone for like five years, mm-hmm. but he was only gone for like an hour, five hours. Yeah. So, that's where for me, it's just like, you know, maybe he's just back in that moment where he's still dancing with her because towards the end of the movie, that's where we see him. He's just dancing with Peggy. So, yeah, that hadn't happened. I mean, I mean, I guess I don't know. It's all very, it's, that's, but that's it's complicated. But it's so convoluted. Yeah. yeah, it's super complicated. So for me, I didn't, I didn't like that they did that because it just made it the back. whole.
2: This wasn't a good it movie.
1: Just, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it just because because the whole because the whole time thing, it it it, it was. Yeah. It's just, as just like, so you weren't there. You yeah. weren't in the Avengers. You weren't in the Battle of New York.
0: <laughs> it's basically, uh, you know, what they're saying is essentially like, uh, he was still there, right? Because, you know, he, he still wakes up in, uh, what is it? 2010 when he wakes up from the ice or 2000, 2012, I think 2012, I don't know. Um, he still wakes up at that time, uh, But what they're saying, essentially, is there was an old man cap and now this young cap who is fighting on the Avengers at the same time.
2: I'd watch
0: that show. Which is interesting, I guess. Uh, But, again, my issue more comes in the fact that that is not the rules they set up earlier in the movie. If that's the rules they were setting up and, like, you know, know, what you do in the past affects what you do in the present – then I'm fine with it because, you know, they just set up the rules. It might not make any sense, but at least they stick to their rules. And that's all you can ask for a time travel time travel movie. But this does not.
1: (laughs) Or or, I mean,
0: It, it betrays it right at the end. And that's why it pisses me off so much, because it's like you were so freaking close to doing this right and not messing and not betraying your own logic. And then they mess it up at the end for an emotional beat, which was impactful. I get it, but it doesn't work, <laughs> uh, necessarily in my mind. Um, and uh, something else you brought up, Ozzy, the quantum realm thing. I didn't really have a problem with this necessarily. I don't know. I just didn't pick it up in the movie. I'd have to rewatch the movie, but Tarion, another thing he brought up, uh, let me see if I can pull up his text exactly. Um, but another thing he brought up was the fact that, um, she, or when, uh, Ant-Man, Uh, comes out of his thing after five years, right? He comes out of the quantum realm after five years. He said it had been five hours for him. Um, Then why is it that, you know, uh, um, what's her name? The Wasp, mm-hmm. the the original mm-hmm. Wasp, the mo- the mom, right? Michelle oh, why is she old? Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Why is she old when <laughs> she comes out of it in Ant Man and the Wasp?
2: Well, because Michelle Pfeiffer's old. <laughs> yeah.
0: so well, that's your, think that's that your one only. Maybe answer. she was a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it, uh, you well, know that that's a, it's a little bit it was she was in there for way longer is okay. one answer. She was but already it kind of old when she, she yeah, went. She was in. already kind of oldish. So I didn't really have a we problem. But that math, how many years was she in there? Uh, Oof, I don't wow. know. When does she, do we, do they say when she loses her in Ant-Man? I can't, they probably said it, but I can't uh, remember.
2: Probably, let's say it's like the seventies
0: or eighties. If it's the eighties, then so we're she's dealing been in with there like 40 to 50 40 years. years. That's, that's a significantly longer time. But if it was only, if it's an hour per year, that's 40 hours. Okay. Uh, but jinkies.
2: her body she, got used to it and started ages. Maybe I don't, I don't know, man. You have to do
0: mental gymnastics, and that was something to me that's so Space, minor. The final from exactly to be, to me that's so minor. I didn't have an issue with it, but it was another thing that yeah, Terry on mentioned that pissed him off. <laughs> um, but I don't you know. Worth when she mentioning, was in Batman. Uh yeah yeah, she's really good in that movie.
1: Because mm-hmm. the only the only thing that I can think about is that maybe she was in a different. The quantum realm, maybe I
0: don't know. <laughs> like she was in a further element of it, maybe I don't know.
1: I don't know. Like I don't know. She was on like the <laughs> east well, side of the quantum realm,
0: and that changes
3: how time passed. I don't know.
1: She was in Dorne of the quantum of the quantum realm, yeah. and Paul Rudd was in King's Landing of the quantum realm, so that's why he's fine. I don't know. Uh, that's you that's actually a very interesting she was point.
0: Uh, yes, <laughs> I've never seen Gris, too, but I know she was it. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That's just it, there. I guess my what I'm my larger point with bringing all this up was you know we can disagree about the Captain Marvel thing, and maybe we can even put up a poll about that because I'm very curious to see how other people saw the Captain Marvel element to this. Um, you know, and we got the time travel issues, and you know there there's just there are. What you know, whether we agree on all of them or not, there are some internal internal logic problems with the story of this movie, and that's gonna happen when you're dealing with time travel and when you're dealing with like this is essentially an epic. It takes place over multiple years in multiple locations with countless characters. It's going to happen, but my larger point is like this this is what I'm talking about when when people come at me and go, How is this not a ten out of ten? It's not a perfect movie. There are problems with it. Are they big problems? No. But there are problems to be had with this movie. So calm down and don't yell at me when I don't give it a 10. Um, that That's my larger point there. Uh, uh, one thing I want to talk about is, lastly, I think, because we, we've talked a lot here. Uh, one thing I want to talk about, lastly, is this big battle at the end. I... I mean, it was awesome. I think it was one of the craziest moments in a theater I've ever experienced when Captain America picks up the uh, Did people, like, cheer hammer. in your theater? Oh, yeah. It erupted. No oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it
2: people, wasn't that loud. Really? It was, like, weird. Because, I mean, you guys know I don't really like the people cheering at the movies. I, I don't either. But it's, like, that I one made. It.
0: I bought that one, yeah.
2: But, like,
1: our theater was the quiet, movie.
2: like, the whole movie. There were, like, a couple times
1: they'd, like, clap. I was, but there was nothing big. And like, my even for that, disruptive. they're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, like my, <laughs> I, my, my theater was cheering. I was, the, I was cheering along with everybody because it was, it just was super, nuts. I mean, it was
0: one of the, it's I think, one of I the th- best movie moments. I think, yeah. It was one of the
1: moments I, I
2: would have been fine with people cheering. You. Think, they're all just like. I
1: think, like, if, <sighs> I think if, 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 I think there's three times in the movie where I actually cheered and that was during Infinity War when Thor came back with his ham, you know, came back with, with, uh, with Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. That was just like the, that was just to me the best entrance i've ever seen in any movie. Um and then and then when Captain America just kind of picks up his shield hit like a, the the hammer.
3: Mm-hmm. And that then
1: cool. and then when he just says and then when he just says assemble and then everybody's charging. That's like the entirety of all these characters going up against that. I was like i was I was mind blown. I was like oh my gosh. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> when I didn't see him back in that part.
4: <clears throat> I think he's there. He probably is. Who is, is that? picture i can confirm it.
2: He's the very <laughs> large one. Yeah,
4: the Wakanda from or Wakanda.
2: Yeah, he was yeah.
0: there. Yeah, he was there. I, don't yeah, I did. He was there. I looked for him. But the, yeah, so the the only issue I have with the battle, like overall, like I've I've I can gush over this battle for hours. Like it's Do it. It, it is. Awesome! Do like it. it's one of the. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> Go going off, to. King. We're gonna run out of time. Go <laughs> off, King. We're gonna run out of time. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it was awesome. There were so many moments that are just like incredible, and that to me is the cherry on top. When he picks up the hammer, it's incredible. And then they almost they get they were really close to topping it when uh, Thor and him like toss back weapons and stuff mm. like that. And then Thor's like, "Here, give me this one. I want it back." Um, <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um, so don't get me wrong. I loved this fight, uh, but there were. It was, there were moments where I was like, they just want to have this moment. So it's just like a little cheesy. I think to me, the pinnacle of moments where they were just like, we wanted to have this moment. Yes, it doesn't make sense that this moment is going to happen, but who cares? Was the girl power moment. <laughs> Are you on the same page here?
2: I was fine with that moment, but I'll tell you my problem. Why does Pepper show up all of a sudden knowing how to use the suit? Uh, Tony literally said, Oh, she never wears anything I make her. I buy it. And then she shows up. It's like, I'm on the same level as Iron Man. I don't know if she was on the same level. Really? Well, it looked like it. If we watched the same movie. I was um, arguing
4: with Kendrick about it, and then he was like, But she she used it in Iron Man 3 or something.
2: No, she does. A suit saved her in Iron Man 3. Yeah. And Iron Man Uh, 3
0: sucks. Okay, all right. Well, I I buy it. To I buy it to the extent that like, yes, he says that she never wears it, but there's no like t- to me there could be like an off-camera thing where she had been practicing I, with it. It, I, I, it, worked I enough. it. I buy it I buy it.
1: I buy it. Here's mm, why I, just, just, I really due don't the fact like that Gwyneth I buy
0: it. I, <laughs> I buy think it. I, it do a do lot of people that. don't like Gwyneth Paltrow for some reason. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> I buy uh, it due to the fact that <laughs> I buy it due to the fact that she's had five years to practice. On top of that, I'm pretty sure Tony would have made her practice. Yeah, with she it might, she might not because, like it because, yeah. because of because of what he went through, because of the snap, and because of the fact that he lost. I feel like that may have been something that he told her. Listen, you need to know how to use this. Yeah, because like he may have this. This this is something that he failed to do. He failed to save, mm-hmm. you know, the world. And you can tell. I mean, even the beginning sequence, he was very upset. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Especially, especially at that point in time, he was like. I like when he was going off on Steve. He said, "Listen, I told you that we needed a suit of armor around the earth, and you didn't like. You were talking about your little freedom, all of that, and like that's where you know. For me, I was shocked that he even was saying that. He was like, you know, you you know, you're talking about oh, you know, your freedom and all that. So I feel that when when he got better and when he got home, we didn't see it because again, it's it's five years five years have gone by, but I do feel that in that. In the first year or so, he did. He made her a suit. And he's like, "You are going to learn no, how, to how to use, use this. this." Yeah, exactly. Because of the fact that I clearly cannot save. Like, I lost. I don't. And know. And I'm gonna need you to back me up if anything like this were to happen again. Yeah, I how buy did, it for that reason.
2: No, I think like that wouldn't have happened because he was so like done with it, wanted to like move on from all of that. When he got back, I don't think he would make her What What I'll give
0: it. you is the fact that we have to be debating this is Yeah, I mean, I'm not noting. saying that you guys are like, there's no, no
2: way it's possible. It's just, I don't no, but, yeah. think that would have made sense. Well, but
0: this is, something, this is something to note. If they just throw in a line... Uh, in the movie, where mm-hmm. she, they talking about like how yeah she didn't she doesn't like she doesn't wear the suit, but she knows how to use it. Or they throw in a line there, then we don't have to have this debate because it's explained in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so all they had to do was throw in a line, and it would have mm-hmm. made a little bit more sense. Uh, I think it still can make sense, e- even if it doesn't. It's not too big of an issue because one moment that I did love was when they're back to back. I thought that look, it was just incredible. Yeah. yeah if you don't was...
2: hate her, that's a pretty good moment.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to go back to the girl power thing. They just like oh, cool, it, it? it. I like women. It was it was I, I like a huge fuck <laughs> I just used the term like a gender bias earlier, so I'm not a problem here. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just it saying
2: could be a part of the problem.
0: Oh yeah, sure. Um, but <laughs> I'm just saying let like, you know it was a little just like they wanted to have this moment. Mm-hmm. It's a little cheesy. Like okay, like I don't know. I that just didn't.
1: Cool. I just didn't understand why man just needed to be a part of it, because Mantis well, didn't do a woman. anything. <laughs> it doesn't Mantis? matter, Mantis. Oh, yeah. Mantis didn't do anything. Mantis was just saying, just like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll join in. <laughs> well, okay.
0: But the thing is like they're all like w- what makes it even more cheesy in my mind is like they're all spread out. This battle's taking place over. And then at, like, all of a sudden Am- they're in one and, spot, and then all of a the like, sudden oh, they're right word, next did you to guys it put it out
2: <laughs> that on like your outlook calendar? Like meet right <laughs> meet here. Right We're here. gonna <laughs> have a moment. And <laughs> right one person was like tentative on their RSVP <laughs> and was like,
0: Valkyrie, you're really not gonna come. She's
2: like, ah, I've got some stuff and, going on around fishing village. This
0: is this is the dichotomy of this movie, right? Because like there that moment in and of mm-hmm. itself is awesome. But it's cheesy. Like it's just, there's no yeah. way around it. It's a cheesy moment that they had to have. It doesn't make any sense. And they just yeah. wanted to do it.
2: I didn't have a problem with it. I'm fine with it.
4: I, <laughs> I think I think they, just in, I'm not the, saying I have a ahead. huge problem with it go either.
0: And it was, no, it's yeah. just like
4: Infinity War. I remember just like one moment where I was like, Oh man, they were like they really like take this comic book Don't stuff and they're really it. going for it. <laughs> there yeah, was like yeah. it was when uh they, Shh, Thanos' kids sh- have sh- Doctor Strange, and they're dragging around. He's like Spider-Man. Go get the space wizard. Space yeah. wizard. He's got a magic stone. And I was like, Oh man, that's really comic booky. And yeah. then this yeah. entire sequence is like the magic of that moment. Oh, just definitely. Like, just spread right yeah. out there, uh, which I'm fine with.
0: And that's completely fine. Again, I thought it's it just looking good. at it from a movie perspective, yeah. of yeah. like, you know, the, as much as I want to geek out about this movie, and that's why, you know, this is why going back to mm-hmm. some of the fundamental things of this podcast, Ozzy, this is why we have a best of the year and a favorites of the year because there is a difference. Yeah. Uh, you know, a move, a moment can be awesome, but also not make any sense in context of the movie. But I don't care in the moment because it was incredible.
2: I think it was a scene, especially because, you know, Marvel's talked about how. Inclusivity and representations like important to yeah. them at this point. I thought that was the best way they could have had a scene yeah. like that because you hear about all these little oh, it's, girls yeah, who it's are like, great. "Oh, we finally have superheroes like yeah. us," or you know, black people with black yeah, Panther and great. all that. And then it's the fantastic. gay representation with matters. It with does. A gay Joe Russo. <laughs> I mean,
0: they're
2: they're <laughs> complaining like. Yes, didn't I do saw it that enough. on Twitter. You didn't today. even
0: have to be in it. <laughs> exactly, I saw that on Twitter. Is people are like like uh, same thing they, as Fat Thorn. Like, Yes, okay. Because mm-hmm. Joe Russo plays the gay guy from that uh, mm-hmm. therapy yeah, session, yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he like he has a quote where he's talking about, it, or they were both talking about how it was important that one of them played that role, and it was important the first like uh, gay character in a Marvel movie or whatever, and everyone's mm-hmm. like. Because R- they you know, wanted to, you're patting character. yourselves on the back, like blah, blah 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 blah, like this is ridiculous. You know, yeah. you, the, your first gay character just has like five lines in the movie because or something. they it's wanted like, to show that. Come like- on
2: it's not a big deal how like it's just casually a part of society like Like, it shouldn't be such a huge (laughs) thing and all these people who are like supposed (laughs) to be on that side of like we're here we we exist it's like your problems that he's not (laughs) making a huge (laughs) deal like having his own gay rights parade (laughs) five years (laughs) after the snap Where everyone is depressed, and you want them to go hello? Like, is that really what you wanted? Is that how you want these
0: gays represented?
2: Are you kidding me?
0: (laughs) Yeah, people get people just want to be offended about anything to to be honest. To quote Dave Chappelle, I think
4: he says like, you need to take your chips and get out of the casino before you crap out. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Anyway. Um, but yeah, so, and there are, mo- again, there are more moments like that in the, mm-hmm. like the girl power scene in the battle where, you know, there's just characters where they just wanted them to have like a quippy one liner. And that's, yeah. that's just Marvel movies. I just
4: love the, it's fine. The Drax on the person's back just stabbing him and yelling. That <laughs> yeah, was so hard. Yeah, that was funny.
0: <laughs> um, yes, <but> yeah, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, before we, I th- I think we have talked for almost an hour here, so yeah. I think uh, we should probably wrap it up here. Um, obviously, do you have any lingering uh, thoughts that you just want to get out? Because I am gonna have more of a chance to talk. Ooh, I don't know about ooh,
2: you. Ooh. Who was that teenager at the funeral?
0: Oh, they explain it. Um, it is uh, the they? kid from. I- they don't explain it in the movie. Okay, good. But it's a kid. It's a kid from Iron Man Three.
2: Okay, that's oh. what someone told me, and I was like, because yes. they lingered on him a little bit and it's the like, same actor and that's the yeah, weird part cuz they signed him to like a three
0: picture yes. deal and but the weird part is uh, he that doesn't only look a second he doesn't look the same
3: no that's <laughs> my question <I> oh <laughs> like, yeah i know
0: but it's the same actor and it is just funny yeah. uh, that everyone i think everyone had that question yeah. after the movie it was like who's that kid that they showed and then like i mm-hmm. it, it like i think i saw it on twitter i was like oh okay <laughs> yeah that's what one of my friends told yeah. me like, it's after nice the, the movie thing, and that he like... kept up with them yeah no exactly that's cool
1: yeah that's
0: cool but anyway uh do you have anything else that you want to get off your chest about this movie
1: um, my rating's
0: still on 9.7. Jeez, <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Enrique's giving you a face there. Uh, Enrique, you hate rating movies, I hate it. Do
4: it, rate it. Uh, nine.
0: Ozzy Static is trying to shut I you don't know.
4: out. Uh, 8.99, <laughs> 9 maybe.
0: Okay, yeah, we're on the same page. I gave it a nine, actually. Yeah. Surprisingly, I know, right? What you have a rating? Well, before my rating, I just want to okay.
2: say, I thought the way they included John Favreau. As Happy Hogan and all that, I thought that was a really good way of one letting people know hey, this guy kind of like is responsible for a lot yeah. of what we have. He like wrote and directed the first Iron Man, yeah. he's been like an executive producer. One. We won't talk about that though. He can't do it all. <laughs> he was busy with uh, Chungle Book at that point. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but he he's been a huge part of the MCU that a lot of people don't really give him credit for. Definitely. And then, so to have him in there and have, like, his moment, um, where they kind of showed, like, how important he was, both to Iron Man in the story, like, of the whole MCU, and then also kind of, like, as a metaphor for the mm-hmm. whole MCU, Definitely. I thought that was a good way of, I know he's, this isn't the end of his character, yeah. but I thought it was a good way of kind of bringing together the whole Iron Man yeah. thing. Yeah. And so, my rating is 8.7.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so... I think this has been a good talk. Good talk. Yeah. Um, like I said, um, I'll probably be back with some more guests um, later in this episode. This is going to be a girthy episode. So if you're halfway, mm. if you're halfway through mm, this episode and you're just is. like, oh my gosh, there's another hour twenty. Um, well, I'm sorry, um, but yeah, you're gonna get your fill on this episode in terms <laughs> of the spoiler reviews and stuff like that. And you're gonna get a variety of opinions, I'm sure. All right. Um, Thank you guys for joining us for this part. If this is if you're done with if you're done with the podcast, if this is all you needed, all they needed. thank you for joining us. You're welcome. <laughs> um, if you just came satisfied. if you just came here for Bob, there you go. Can't thank really you. Blame him. <laughs> I mean, come on, who, who doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, maybe Ozzy will be back in a later portion of this episode. Depends on his uh, schedule and if we can get him oh, free for any other uh, cool. of these reviews. But yeah, all right. We'll see you on the next part. Stay tuned. All right. Well, joining us now is a friend of the program, TD. TD, how are you doing?
5: How's it going, Charles? Excited to be on. Yeah, it's been Excited. a while. It has been a while. I think Infinity War might have been the last time. Yeah, <laughs> I showed up. Yeah, it, yeah. uh I
0: think at that time you were like, "Well, you're definitely gonna. Be, I'm definitely gonna be on for uh, Endgame," and here we are. Well, we didn't know it's called Endgame out. at the time, but yeah. Yeah.
5: Well, we kind of you, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. Marvel <laughs> did that whole thing of like, oh, it's not going to be called anything you've heard so far. And yeah. I mean, I almost, I'm kind of question how much of that was truthful at all. <laughs> but um, yeah, here we are. Yeah. At definitely. the end game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah. So uh,
0: at this point, people have already heard uh, my thoughts on the movie, so I mostly just want to focus on uh, your thoughts and. Uh, how you kind of took in the whole thing, uh, because, I don't know, it's, I'm I'm really curious, and uh, just so you know, because I, ha- I don't think you've heard my thoughts yet, and that is, I real this movie is like, I mean, it's everything that we wanted it to be, and <laughs> I don't think, uh, I've said this before on the podcast, and I'll say it again, people get mad at me when I refuse to give a movie a 10 out of 10, um, but it's, I mean, this movie's awesome just because I don't think it's a perfect movie doesn't mean that I don't think it's awesome um, but yeah I, I love so many things in this movie and it was one of the, it's one of those like movie going experiences that you'll never forget right um uh, yeah it yes. was it's just incredible uh, real quick funny story about the beginning of my movie experience though because I haven't told this on the podcast yet actually yep uh, so when I went to go see this movie, the theater that I was in, they were they started playing the trailers in 3D, and I was not at a 3D showing. And mm-hmm. everyone was very confused. and a couple people went out to go and tell them what was going on. And they came in and they're like, all right, we're gonna re- reset everything and fix it. And it took like 10, 15 minutes for them to figure out what was happening and fix it. Huh. And then uh, they basically just started the movie and everyone freaked out because the movie opens with a cold open so everyone (laughs) was like everyone was like oh my gosh did they just play it in the middle of the movie we were losing our minds like please don't do this to us please don't do this to us and then like we figured out like by the time like the actual title card comes up (laughs) that it's like oh that was the cold open okay we're good um but it was it was really scary and confusing for a quick second there but um, yeah, so that was that's how my experience started, and then uh, it obviously got a lot better from there. But uh, TD, what are your overall thoughts on this movie?
5: Well, I'll just start off by saying that did not happen in any of my any of any one of my four screenings so far. So that that's <laughs> give an idea of you know we're taping right now on a Monday. It, the movie came out on Thursday, so this is actually the first day since Endgame has been in theaters that I will not be watching Endgame. My goodness, um, but. To do the podcast instead. Um, and, you know, as a part of that, because, you know, I live pretty close to theater. Yeah. Um, and like you said, let's start off here. It's, like, it's an event movie. It's the oh, event definitely. movie. Um, and so it's like, for me, it's, as many times I could, as I can be in the theater doing that opening weekend and feel that crowd and feel the energy. It's like watching a live show. It's like watching the band and, and group of our lifetime put together a final, put put together a swan song. song. Mm-hmm. Um as, you know, that's a good overall overall thought there. This movie really was a celebration of success. We were planning to give the greatest hit, but it was a fitting uh, you know, and, and, and fitting and end to the, you know, the 22 movie arc that has been the MCU to this point. Um, I don't think we're ever going to see anything like it. I don't think there's anything Agreed. like it prior to. So even, like, people getting mad at you for not giving it a 10 out of 10, I don't even... I just—it's a whole different piece entirely. Like, I don't think you can look at this it, almost like a typical movie that's graded on the typical standard movie. That's completely you know? fair. It's a whole different thing. Like Infinity War was part of that too, where it's like, yeah, this—you can't really. This, this is not the usual three act three act structure of a movie. Like, you know, Infinity War really is a movie told, not fully told from Thanos's point of view because they couldn't quite do that. But you know we've. I've heard rumblings in the past that there was thoughts of doing an actual Thanos solo movie, which in a lot of ways is what Infinity War ended up being. Mm-hmm. It was a movie from his point of view. So it's like, again, if I had two back to back, like tempo event movies that are just not movies in the traditional sense. So I know. First of all, you know, if you, you know, if you look at it from that prism, then you can really appreciate this for how unique this is. And that's, that's really the main thing for me. Is just how unique an experience. And quite honestly, I was I was just felt fortunate, excited, like honestly blessed to be able to experience this. You know, um, You see a lot of folks who, you know, sadly, they're folks who you know haven't quite, you know, it's been what eleven years. Yeah, Who necessarily haven't been around. and had stuff going on in real life that you know stopped their, you know, that stopped them from being able to experience the Marvel, you know, cinematic universes. It's not, I'm not out here saying, like, it's, like, the biggest thing. It's not. It's one of the joys in life. But, um, it, you know, it, it's not something that should be taken for granted, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to get all sappy. But, um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's that for me, just a person point of view. And then as far as like, the movie quality goes, um, it's that third act, that third battle scene. And the movie is essentially broken into three acts. It does have the general structure here. And um, first act is, you know, the attempt to get back to Thanos, that not working out, and going right into the plan of the quantum theory and time travel. Act two is the time travel in motion, actually playing it out. And act three is the final battle through Mm -hmm. the end. Um, And that final battle, my goodness, like, what in the, like, they, 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 they hit, all the notes like everything we could have asked for i found out today that how was the freaking duck
0: i saw that he's too
5: he's <laughs> in it he's in it. the only person i can i can think too to, and there's probably a the reason why she wasn't in it is look at the character mm-hmm. uh who you know we last saw in black panther and, and was part of you know she was part of dora Milage and took up the mantle for that final battle but she really isn't a dora Melage. she's more of a spy um, but she's, like, the only character that wasn't in the final battle. Yeah. M'Baku um, was in there, and it's just for just him just kind of running through the fields. So everything was kind of done. If you want action, it was there, right there for you, and the first two acts really was really, really light on the action, and that was great, too, um, just getting to see these characters interact and and have that moment, having scenes breathe. In the movie, that was so long. There were a lot of, like, Dialogue only, or sometimes not even any dialogue, shots and scenes that are just left to breathe. Tony on the spaceship after talking to Pepper through his helmet. That's like a good minute there of him just laying down with no dialogue. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's, it's not rushed at all. It's not rushed in any way, shape, or form because we know this is a lot of time the character. They've earned it. Um, and the payoff, and that's just really what it comes back to the payoff of this. Of this movie, uh, you know, really, really
0: lands pretty well. Yeah, I. That's you talked about how this movie kind of doesn't. It takes its time, right? Um, with it, with its characters, and I think that's one of the best parts about it. Um, it re, it like gives us a minute to reestablish just why we love these characters, right? and so that when we start to you know lose you know iron man and you know cat makes his decision and we all, all this different stuff is happening all this crazy stuff is happening it's so impactful because you know th- they've given us even more reason to care about these people and uh, you know when he when we get the flash forward which is jarring to say the least like i was not expecting a flash forward a five-year oh time time gap like <laughs> that was uh, surprising um you know, I, we pick up with all these characters, and it—they nailed it. That's exactly what all of how all these characters react like, and it's it's hilarious because you don't like if you would have asked me what would have been going on, I wouldn't have guessed that. But when they show it to you, you're like, yes, you've nailed it. This is exactly what all these people would be doing at this point. Um, it's, they yeah. nailed the characters in this
5: movie. <laughs> it really is not a perfect movie, like hardly anything is, but it's just. Based on again the 2021 20, movies prior to this, the number 22, mm-hmm. um, that was intentional by the way. So, when Tony, when we first pick up with Tony, Tony has been on the ship for 21 days, but wow. he goes, I've been here, out in space for 21. Actually, no, check that 22. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was intentional, it probably, probably was, yeah. Um, and you know, it, it, yeah, it's just going back to the five years later, how stunning was that? It was this black screen and each word again, talk about. Each thing sort of having its own time and not being rushed. It wasn't five years late. Five years later, all at once across the street. Yeah. It was major black. Five years later, and it's like the entire time, like wait, they're not doing no, no, no. Wow, they are really doing that. Yeah. It's like wow, like in a way, even if everyone knew the sort of dust, the dusted, the forgotten, you know, the fallen were coming mm-hmm. back in fashion because, you know, we got we got franchises to build around. We got Spider-Man, yeah. we got Black Panther, <laughs> we got Strange. Um, they were true to their word, where it's like, no, we're not undoing, you know, you know, we're not really doing that. Like, that is going to stick. There is absolutely stakes in the way to what happened at, at the end of Infinity War. Uh, and that was stunning. That was really, really stunning to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, so many highlights, even early on in the movie when Cap Marvel first showed up, and we we didn't get to chat about Captain Marvel. I thought Captain Marvel as a movie, a solo movie, was, was probably vanilla. Personally, I thought it was okay, you know, back placeholder type. But I did like the idea of having her character interact with the rest of the crew. Similar to Doctor Strange, where his movie had some wasn't like a crazy awesome experience but we got to see him in Infinity War and interact yeah. with the rest of the crew. That was a big hit. So I was kind of looking forward to Captain Marvel in that same lane, which I think paid off. Mm-hmm. Um, we see her early, we see how just no-nonsense she is, right? Just absolutely no-nonsense and just straight, serious, and, you know, that really pays off well. And they really show her off as a unit. Like, they get to Dennis's foreign planet and she goes, there, goes off to do recon all by herself. Yeah. Attack status all by herself and she's like, oh, she's a force to be reckoned with like she's yeah. not messing
0: around All right. Well, Captain uh, Marvel is something I do want to talk about here. Okay, because yeah. uh, on, on the earlier portions of this podcast, uh, this was a major point of contention here uh, yeah. Because I understand I, I want to get your take on this I understand From a writing perspective They have every reason in the world not to write her into the main like mission that's going on yeah. right because she presents a superman problem she's overpowered yep. it makes it way too yep. easy it, it's just too complicated to do it that right and i completely get that and then also even more from a character standpoint we don't know her as well it uh, right.
5: this is more about Doesn't these characters
0: that. that we've known for 20 plus movies right um yep. so i understand from that angle but my my point was that from a practical standpoint why, like, I understand they throw in that line of, oh, like, everybody's busy. But if they would have called her and been like, hey, uh, we have a way to reverse this, she would have gone. So essentially we're saying that they just didn't ask her, which doesn't make any sense to me. Especially when you have, you, there were three separate areas that they sent people on missions to, right? There was New York, there was Asgard. Those two teams made sense enough. And then there was, like, to another planet in space, and they sent Black Widow and Hawkeye. Uh, it just <laughs> I, like I'm. This is very nitpicky, and I'm not saying it ruins the movie on any level, but that yeah. doesn't like that doesn't make any sense to me. And I was shocked that Ozzy was pushing back so hard against me. And I really want to get your take on this.
5: Well, well a couple of things, right? It's like again, knowing that this movie is set up in, in two parts, and then, honestly, outside of the first Thanos attack. Those mm-hmm. first two acts don't have much action in it, no, no, so no. again, they're not planning for a battle, right? It's almost like a spy mission. It's like you know, playing Metal Gear back in the day, and you know, the best. Obviously, you can kill all the guards if you want to, but all my Metal Gear fans let like, you know, no, it's all about doing it on a low, low. Like mm-hmm. there's no need for guards to see you. It's much better that way. So, you know, the goal isn't battle. So I can see the reason we're not necessarily one waiting for Captain Marvel to get back and then introducing her and having her do like the whole space time travel thing. Cause yeah, even though some of these um, locations are in space, you still have to get back to the Avengers uh, facility and then do the time, you know, quantum theory mm-hmm. and yeah, all that. So that's my, I mean, I hadn't thought about it, but that would be my rebuttal. It's just like, you don't necessarily need her just to, for a reconnaissance mission, and just uh, just to retrieve something. Quite frankly, that's that's the thing. Yeah, I, I it,
0: always, it doesn't fully convince me, but that's a more, I'll give yeah. you the I'll give you that it's a more compelling argument than anything Ozzy was throwing at me. <laughs> so <laughs> uh,
5: no, but like yeah, she does present the Superman problem, or as I like to call it, because I always am, like making obscure Transformers references. The Optimus Prime problem. Yeah, like there's got to be a random reason why the most powerful can always be around. But I think they did it well. And you know you do make, bring up a good point, or oh, she makes a good point, and they actually reference that. Uh, Rocket Raccoon references that by saying, "Oh, that's a good point." There are other planets out here yeah. that are going through, and you guys are going through. Um, and they kind of set it up in her own movie too, like she's like this outer, outer world space. She's a space cop, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so we can't always have her around. So. it's going to be more of an issue for her movies moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of you know we'll see how that all shakes out, but. I hope they Even just if, keep it you know, space based.
0: Honestly, with yeah. their movies,
5: yeah, for sure, for sure. So you know that was that was really fascinating. But I, I'm sure you guys talked talked about Dad, Bob, Thor quite a bit. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I already have a few friends that reached out and like, man, yeah, loved it, didn't like what they did with Thor and Hulk mainly Thor. And for me, it's just for me, it's just kind of like these comic book movie fans or comic book fans who absolutely just want things to be traditional and like no that's not the character that i know and love and it's sort of take zero they want the movie directors and creators to take zero liberties with the characters that they have built i get it yes it's based on source material Mm -hmm. they have built characters themselves they also have stories to tell and they don't want any sort of deviation from their source material what they're used to or you know the, the more streamlined mainline comics like I'm not saying, hey, go Zach Snyder with it and just make alternate universe versions and then, and, you know, for the mainstream. But at the same time, I'm going to give the Russo Brothers and Kevin Feige and the team liberties to take chances like that and create something unique for the stories that they're telling. Yeah. Like, Thor reacting the way he did was perfect. It, it make, wasn't it like makes a sense. great. Exactly. It wasn't necessarily a great, like, Thor, standard character, the one you've come to know and love, especially after Ragnarok and Infinity War, right? That was mm-hmm. badass, superpower level Thor. But what it was it was a great Chris Hemsworth movie. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth was fantastic. Oh, definitely. Like, he was the comedy, relief, comic relief, right? And he was, a couple of scenes that he was able to switch from silly, you know, just drunk, you know, loser to sad and serious in the heartbeat was amazing. Like, when when Hulk first shows up at his house, when he's, you know, he's playing Fortnite, and he mentions the word Thanos, mm-hmm. he goes know, Joe keeps this just like that, in a heartbeat. He can yeah. feel the weight of just Hulk mentioning this Thanos today When he tries to put on the glove, and he's crying, like, let me do something right. You can feel his pain, and this is a guy that's been wallowing in his, in his sorrow, because he feels like he fucked up so bad. Yeah. Right? Um. So there's this really, really different moment in the movie, like when he's crying back in Asgard, and it's like, Yo, it was such a great performance to Chris Hemsworth. Like he's a full on like his timing, comedic timing on the back end with the Arch Gangs of the Galaxy and that whole bit with him and Chris Pratt. Like he is for me is just was a was a big, big standout. Yeah. Uh, just a character. Maybe not as a superhero, but as a character. He was uh, he was awesome.
0: Yeah, I completely bought his character thing like a hundred percent. I was like, this to me makes complete sense. This is how he would react. Now, it is interesting looking forward into like the Thor franchise, if that's even going to continue, what that yep. looks like. And it does. I can understand why some people would be frustrated because it does kind of like what, what you know, I feel like every Thor movie, it's like about him becoming the king and like becoming the king he's supposed to be. And it finally okay. like he, this movie kind of betrays that and goes back on it. So I can understand maybe there's some frustration on that level, but in terms of the character itself, like, I I think it makes complete sense. And, you know, what you're talking about with, like, you know, people not wanting the characters to do anything different and just for us, for these characters to be, like, exactly how we know them. That's that's the ugly side of fandom sometimes. It's unfortunate, but, you know, we saw it with... I, I know there's more issues with this, but we saw it with The Last Jedi. We are even seeing it with something like the latest episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, like, yeah. some people are upset about that. And,
5: um, uh, that I have some issues with, but we'll talk about it. I think the moment the Game of Thrones part was. Part laziness, part like not. I don't know. We'll we we'll get it. We can get it out of this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe fine, we'll but... have
0: you on for one of our Game of Thrones episodes at some point <laughs> too. But there's there's definitely plenty to talk about with that past episode. But we'll yeah. we'll, we'll save that. Um, but you know, we, yeah. we there's just there's that happens all the time with some of these big franchises. People and it's just because people are invested and it's it's you know well,
5: I get it.
0: Yeah, but, it's I, welcome that
5: creativity, right? Yeah. So like I mean, comics, a lot of comic books line writers and you know, different variations have done all kinds of crazy stuff for characters. Yeah, Like, you know, and so it's like the idea that the movie version has to stick to the most traditional, most popular one, yeah. even after the movie arc. Again, I'm not saying don't do it as exciting and just have it be the yeah. Batman who crazy mm. from, from <laughs> day one. You know what I'm saying like, you know, yeah. but, you know, but, yeah, it's just, it was just wild. It's just wild to me to kind of hear that critique. And then even the Hulk, I really, really love it. That was, we that was good. I like that. Yeah. I really love it. And, and that's a different variation of the Hulk character. Like, yeah. Professor Hulk is a version from the comic book. Yeah. And it's like, it makes sense. It was nice to see Ruffalo really, like, shine. And I have to, you know, either it's he's playing himself or doing the mocap thing. And, you know, CGI, which is terrible in Infinity War and the Final Battle. But, yeah. um you know, so it was good to see, and I, and I really liked that moment too, where he like steps up and saves, or at least adds, really contributes without being this angry rage monster. Yeah. Uh, when he steps, when he steps up and says, "No, guys, I think this has to be me. Like I was made for this. Like that's a yeah. re- that's a really good. Because if you call back to Avengers one, when him and Tony are going back and forth, and essentially Tony alludes to the idea against speaking of Game of Thrones, but like the kind of is a little foreshadowing there potentially of like, you know, the fact that the gamma radiation didn't kill you, that you're around for something. Like the big guy saved you for something. Yeah. And so well, Ruffalo actually saying that in the moment of like, I should be the one I feel like I was made for this. But I love this score. Of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you put the, the gun in and the rest of the team starts suiting up just in case. The crazy explosion happens as a result, and it's like it's just a really awesome moment there. So they're really, really good character beats that you know, it kind of rendered him useless in the in the final battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and he so in the funeral scene, he's still hurt. His um, right shoulder, or right hand is still kind of messed up. But um, I really like you know those characters. They really brought it. So yeah. oh, and then speaking, of, can cannot mention t- the you know Tilda Swin moment with the Ancient One and the Doctor Strange and. Call back to 2012. It was interesting yeah. to see that you know the ancient one was battling.
0: Yeah, that uh, was cool.
5: That was cool. And just how again, I watched this movie with so many different audiences. Obviously, the first two were like heavy marvel audiences that knew exactly what they were watching and they would roll and get excited about everything. And then with the more general audiences, that it looks cool to see ancient One separate banner from Hulk, mm-hmm. but it was just such a fun and unexpected callback to Doctor Strange that I did not see coming, and made perfect sense in that. It yeah. And two different personalities. Yeah. So it was just so well done, man. They just they they hit it on the head so well, so freaking out. well. Well,
0: in, in the ancient one thing is something. It's so small, like it's such a just you know her whole her whole scene and her seeing her fighting during that battle and it's like, oh, she was fighting. Like, that's such a small detail that they didn't have to throw in there, but it makes complete sense. And you just sit there and go, of course she would have been fighting on that day. She was in New York. <laughs> like, it, it just made complete sense. And um, that whole sequence made me want to rewatch Doctor Strange because if, yeah. if, she, if she, just by Banner saying that, uh, that he willingly gave up the stone Was enough to convince her to give up the stone because he must have known what he was doing. Then she must have had extreme confidence that he was going to work out in Doctor Strange, which it makes me want to rewatch and see just like, you know, how confident she was that this was that he was the right guy because you know, she even in 2012 she was super sure that he was going to be the best of them, which is crazy. Um, it made me want to rewatch it. Um.
5: the plus, right? Like, this movie, and Doctor Strange, I don't think it was one of the worst uh, lower-end Marvel movies, mm-hmm. but it was pretty good. Um, you know, I feel about Thor of the Dark World, maybe the ant movies, but, like, I would say this, like, not only did they play the greatest hits in 2012, but like you get back to 2012, that was a big, like, MCU crowd moment of mm-hmm. just that shot of, you know, the first you know, Avengers assembling in, in New York, and um, you know, the big part about it is they didn't just play the greatest hits. They also, like, made some other movies that are on the weaker side more important, for the Dark World. Yeah. Right. Um, and then also pumped fun at themselves when they knew they had to. America, uh, Captain America's suit in Avengers. Like, yeah. that Captain America's Avengers 1 suit, like, dates that movie to no end. Um, <laughs> and it already kind of looks like TV shows because it's on Josh not kind of, kind of shoots stuff yeah. sometimes. But even then, they had some scenes that looked very more Agents of Shield than Avengers. Mm-hmm. But more so than anything, like Cap's suit dates that movie. It's probably the most dated looking Marvel movie. And that's including the Incredible Hall. Like wow. it just looks like, oh, that's, that's not, that th- doesn't work. <laughs> that was only like seven years ago. That suit was so bad. But yeah. they make fun of it. And they absolutely have fun with that as well. Yeah, definitely. So that's America's ass <laughs> thing. Um, and so, and then that leads me to Paul Rod's Ant Man, who was also like, so great in this, like, not just... His performance but, you know, was... He, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man, it was so good. Like, his first scene back at the compound, and, and he's just rattling up his mind trying to, you know, introduce the idea of just quantum physics. Mm-hmm. Hey, Going back and forth, like, it's like, yo, look at this guy, Paul Rudd in, in an Avengers movie, have a legitimate, like, a legitimate role. It was exciting to see, and he absolutely paid it off. Well, um,
0: and it's not only that, like, the desperation in his eyes when he is looking for his daughter's name is. Oh man. Oh my gosh. You feel it. Yeah.
5: You feel it. And they're going home and I did have an issue with how Cassie, how she aged like 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) A five year span. She went from like age at, at best, right. She went from age eight to age 13. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah,
0: exactly. It's a little strange, but it's fine. Um, yeah, so that was another performance that I really loved. And then uh, another one, um, uh, Scarlett Johansson.
3: She, that,
0: yeah. I think she was great in this movie, honestly. like I, She was a standout performance for me. And it made me, number one, really excited for her standalone movie, um, yeah. which will most likely be set in the past, some sort of origin-type story, yeah. which I, I, yeah. Think, yeah, no, really I think I'm really excited for that. Um, yep. And then number two kind of made me feel like maybe we just underappreciated her this entire time as an actress in this franchise yeah. and she was underutilized to be honest. You know she was I, yeah. she she's but, she's like a, a an actress of like real real talent and real caliber and we just kind of wasted her away like for most of these movies and that's kind of unfortunate. Um, and I was glad that she was able to show off what she can do in this movie um, all the way up until the bitter end.
5: Yeah. And the, the thing for her is like she essentially, outside of an introduction to Iron Man 2, right? where you don't, mm-hmm. Tony doesn't know who she is until the very end. Um, and then Winter Soldier was probably the other movie where she had, she was like, you know, co, you know co-star, yeah. and co-lead with, with Chris. She's always been in Avengers movies where, it's, one, it's a ton of action, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, she's obviously not the... She's a spy. <laughs> you yeah. know, there's only so much to do outside of hand-to-hand combat here and there. Uh, so, yeah, she wasn't necessarily put in the best best of movies. And I do think the timing of her solo movie is pretty odd, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's like, man, I wonder if that's... One, I started thinking, is it a smokescreen? Is it, you know, working title for something else? Or is it disney plus i don't know i think it's legitimately a movie and again i still kind of think it's odd just how do you wrap this phase right mm-hmm. and if you think far from home spider-man far from home is the end of phase three it's going to be odd to begin phase four with the origin story of a dead character yeah like that's an odd move to me but marvel has two movies coming out next year and we have we haven't had them confirmed exactly what that is, which is a fun. good
0: thing, by the way.
5: I yeah, think. it's a good thing, but like it's surprising. Yeah. Like there's a movie coming out next May, and we don't know what it is yeah. confirmed. Like that's, unless you're, you know, I don't know what your post production timeline is going to be. That's that's not usual, Yeah, definitely. right? But, um, so yeah, you know, the, you know, it has to be a movie that's not CGI heavy, which would make sense for Black Widow prequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like it's an odd choice. I mean, That's fair. Odd choice, if the you know. So, but yeah, it, you know, shout out to her. I, I did. That was one of my little gripes about this movie was the lack of. I know she gets that scene after, directly after her death, um, but just even on the back end of the movie, doing Tony's funeral. And I understand that was all Tony, but like, I just didn't feel like her. The loss of Scarlett was properly. Um, was probably you know just it doesn't give that respect almost. Even yeah, the,
0: that's true. So, so yeah, even, it was, it was, even yeah. at the end, she's not getting the respect she deserves. <laughs>
5: um, but you know it's it, ScarJo, yeah, yeah, amazing. You know, shout out to her, and I mean just so much, man. I, <laughs> There's a lot to I, talk about. Yeah, <laughs> that's about the final battle, just the the amount of awesomeness that was in that. Alright, you've seen
0: the movie four times. Is the biggest uh, is the biggest reaction every time the Captain America picking up the hammer thing?
5: Um, there are three massive um sort of reactions that I recall every time. Right. So this is just based on the crowd. There was Cap picking up the hammer. There's mm-hmm. uh I'm just gonna do a chronological order. Cap picking up the hammer, Spider Man coming through the portal. The mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Cap saying Avengers Assemble was big. Mm-hmm. And, and and there are so many more. Like there's a score, you know, you know, double fisting his two weapons to get, get the party started. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is um Falcon on your left, which is a great callback to Winter Soldier. Great start of Winter Soldier, which is again, that's the contend a, a Marvel all-time great movie. I know you have you, you're not at the front of that, but yeah. Um <laughs> You know, Southampton on your left was fantastic. Again, Cap, Avengers, Assemble was great. You know, um, I, I Am Iron Man was great. Mm-hmm. Cap, you know, Captain Marvel, you know, coming through the, you know, coming through the atmosphere was pretty cool. Like, again, yeah, we don't know her as well. I don't think the score at that moment did her any favors, but it was a cool moment to see her again crash the party and just, you know, destroy all the ships like she did in her own movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah, there were just so many, like, cool, awesome... I mean, even little moments. Like, this is not applause things, but only things maybe, you know, you and I and a few Marvel fans would get. But, like, just hope Dan Vine saying, "I right, we got a cap, and smiling at Ant-Man was fantastic, mm-hmm. because call back to their movie and yeah. her being mad at Scott and for one, not calling her, when you know, it's time for the war battle, but then also acting like... Why is, why is Scott feeling all familiar with Cap, calling him Cap? And she, she gets to call him Cap, and so she smiles with Scott. Like, that's, those are little things yeah. there, uh, um, which is really, really nice to see. And I don't know if you noticed, but, like, the gauntlet race, which is like the gauntlet touchdown race that mm-hmm. Black Panther... It goes from Black Panther to Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, which... In all likelihood, is that we know those three are probably like the next team of the Avengers, right? Yeah. The three official members. That was like a nice, almost like passing of the torch, uh, kind of like run back. Yeah. Test- De- no
0: Definitely, and then they had that moment with like all the female characters, which oh yeah (laughs) you know it's like again and this was something i said in the review it's like this 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 battle has so many great moments that are just awesome they don't all like make a lot of sense but it doesn't necessarily matter they're just so awesome that you just don't care yeah yeah, exactly it
5: doesn't matter and that was so awesome too like i mean pepper like rescue being a thing like her being a part of the final battle like yeah it was just absolutely. Amazing.
0: I loved the moment when they're back to back, and Iron Man and oh, Pepper is awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah,
5: I would have, I, I would have loved for there. Very few things that I'm like, I would have loved. They also did a little bit. I would have loved if there was an additional three seconds where War Machine comes through and also joins yeah. in the party with yeah. them, because um, he also was rocking a face fancy new armor for that final battle, which yeah. we don't see until Tony's death scene. Um, yeah. But he's like rocking a different armor. Um, it has more red, almost looks more iron patriot like. Yeah. Um so yeah, just so many like little moments like that. And I would say what was your favorite one? What was your favorite like old moment of all those?
0: Um, it's I mean, it's definitely the Captain America picking up the hammer thing. I this you yeah. know, this movie is gonna be in my mind it's gonna be so tied in with this weekend just in general, because yep. we've never had an like a hyped up weekend of entertainment like this. And yeah. we probably will never have one again. You know, we have the yeah. most... It, wh- whatever you thought of this episode of Game of Thrones, I know it's divisive. It, it yeah. was the most hyped episode of what television of my I lifetime. Know, yeah. And and then you have the most hyped movie of all time. And this is yeah. coming from a huge Star Wars fan. So, like, yeah. this is the most hyped movie of all time. The box office proves it at this point. Yeah. Um. So, it's going to be so tied in with that. And to me, the, the moment in the theater when... When Cap picks up the hammer, is like it's the theater erupted like nothing I've ever seen before, and like nothing you will ever probably see again, and and then the very like well I guess not the very next day but later that weekend you have a very similar moment in Game of Thrones where it's just everyone watching it just erupted, and then, you know, yeah. people are criticizing it to death now, and that's fine, but in the moment, it's just, it's incredible, yeah, and it's
5: experiences, right? Yeah, yeah it,
0: and this weekend was just insane in that respect, and I just, yeah, yeah that moment, to me, is always going to stand out with Cap. Uh It's, I'll Definitely. never forget that.
5: And and to follow that up, too, he just doesn't just, he just doesn't, like, roll the hammer, and he also, he has a crazy, like, combo, too. Like yeah. He has the Hammer combo, and he doesn't yeah. like because he not only can he lift the hammer now, but because he can, he now has the powers of Thor. Yeah, and it's like, oh, shit, that means he can actually, you know, yeah. you get, get busy with some thunder. And like, he puts in that work, <laughs> and then Thanos eventually, you know, is not messing around. But you know, I, I would even say, again, the moment where he does Avengers Assemble for me mm-hmm. was for me, like, the top moment, and I would say probably. The reason I went back to see it two or three times, just to get to that point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because, you know, I'm a big score guy. And if you go back to Avengers 1, and the, the moment there that kicks off the Avengers Assemble, you know, um, shot was Hawk going, that's my secret cap. I'm always angry. Punches the little Levi thing well, yeah. and then kicks that off. The score kicks in at a perfect time um, to make that moment amazing. Like, we don't all notice it, but like, the music underneath all these scenes plays such a key role in what we remember and how we remember it. And then Avengers Infinity War, when Thor lands back and gets to Wakanda, that's another big moment. The Bring Me Thanos moment It's the exact same score from Avengers 1. Mm-hmm. We don't have such a moment in Avengers 2 because any freaking Elfman, who also did the Justice League score, for some reason, Josh Reed didn't have and sort of remixed the score for Age of Ultima.
3: Mm-hmm. And
5: that was one. So final find a point to that movie. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, has some different tones and notes, but Alan Silvest- Silvestri came back for Infinity War and he also did Endgame. And so again, when Cap does Avengers Assemble, it's after everyone's returned through the portals. Mm-hmm. The music came in and then Cap does Avengers. And it was just this was me in the theater. He says Avengers, and I'm just like, oh man, they're gonna f- say it. They're yeah. actually go At this time, because we got teased at the end of Age of Ultra. I love that it got teased and never got said. Josh Whedon did say he never actually has a take with Chris Evans saying assemble because he was scared the studio was going to, you know, want to actually use it. So it's never takes to say assemble. He just takes a breath to say it and then the movie fades to black. Um, But here, it was set up perfectly. They had the entire squad, including Howard the Mm -hmm. the Duck, there. And he goes, Avengers Assemble. So, like, for me, that was, like, it's, like, everything we've been waiting on for these 22 movies, and it was time to fight. It was time to go get real. Yeah. Um, and so they keep up in the end. We had Civil War, the Battle of the Airport. You know, when Infinity War came out, I said, you know, Civil War's battle felt like a playoff, like a practice, where Infinity War felt like a Game 7. Yeah. Um, and this feels like the World Cup final. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, the 10th season, up, and it's, like, this stuff, like, for real for real. And that leads me to Thanos. Like, Thanos was a force to be recognized, with. Mm-hmm. And when he gets dusted away, mm-hmm. that was another moment. Was legitimately, yeah. because I've, I don't think I've ever felt in a superhero movie, a comic book movie, the joy or the relief. And it's like the accomplishment that when Thanos was defeated, like, and the crowd felt that way too. And Dennis was actually a legitimate villain. It's not like someone you hate. It's not like someone you love to hate. It's just sick. as this evil. It's not a Ramsey Bolton or Kate Chaffee or anything like that. Mm-hmm. There's a mixing here. But Dennis is a legitimate villain that, you know, he has his own subreddit. He, you know, villain, Josh Wilton does a great role, Definitely. does a great job. But when he gets dusted away, it just feels like such a big accomplishment because of yeah. how freaking you know, Yeah. And I would even say he was probably more ruthless this movie than he was in Infinity War, because the line he sort of gives the cap of, yeah, I don't usually enjoy this. This is more of a duty thing for me. But I'm going to have fun, you know, just absolutely wrecking this planet of yours. Like and you could tell there was there were stakes for him. He was mad, he was pissed. And with that came the battle skills, and people got mad. It's like, whoa, he can do all this without the stones? It's like, yeah. Like, the reason he could do the stones is of how powerful he is in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was cool to kind of see that character kind of have another edge to it. That was my concern. I honestly thought going to the Avengers uh, Endgame that Thanos wouldn't be a big part of it. Because so I was like, how are they going to have the same, you know, a movie with the same villain and yeah. to get sick? And, and then they kill, so thought, the <laughs> that, so they kill him off at the beginning. Yeah, they kill him off. And then they bring in essentially a younger version of him. <laughs> that is, you know, this is probably just for you know, again, not maybe not actually physically stronger, but is actually more enraged. It's more pissed off. Oh,
0: he he's got more hubris. Like he's like he's younger exactly. and he's like more ambitious than he even was, yeah. you know. Yep. It's crazy. And then it's not yeah. only not only that, but you're right. I mean, he is technically younger, he might be even a little stronger, right? It's just yeah. Yeah, and, and he know he has the knowledge that he does succeed and now people are trying to undo what he did. Like that's he gotta did. piss him off. And I yeah, it's they play it perfectly.
5: That's a great point. That's a great point. And like even in Infinity War, he's come off killing Gamora, which we know impacted him, which we know yeah. had so you, know, you know, play you know, had kind a of toll on him emotionally. It's like, nah, but this he was like, All right, these I'm just gonna wipe him the f out. Yeah. And so yeah, that's why he was not to be messed with. But Captain Marvel did step to him, and similar to Captain yeah. America being able to hold up his hand in the Infinity War, but Cap was struggling doing that. Yeah, Captain Marvel was able to do that comfortably. Yeah, and you know this this absolutely not even move on a headbutt from Thanos until <laughs> obviously he grabbed the stone, the Power Stone, and she you can actually see the shot on her face being like worried when he grabbed the Power Stone because she's essentially an Infinity Stone herself, obviously. Yeah. And but when he grabbed the power stone, she's like, "Oh, sh! Technology, yeah. he, he gets decked. So it was just so well done, man. It was just like the the little things. I mean, we didn't even talk about the elevator scene with Cap and yeah. how awesome that was. And, yes,
0: yeah, definitely. Man. All right, well, I think that's time to wrap it up. I, we we could talk about this so for <laughs> for a long time. So um, But I'm sure everyone will be getting their fill on this episode. We might even have to split it into two episodes at this rate. I mean, I still got more uh, people to record, so it's going to be um, a thick episode, no matter what, no matter how I slice it. Oh, oh,
5: oh, I have one more thing. All All right, right, go for it. Anyway, so one is um, I love that Ant-Man was like when Shield showed up in the in the the Avengers Tower Mm -hmm. back in 2012, and he's like. or Phil Slash Hydra, he was like, yo, you guys thought they were good? They look like bad guys. Like, <laughs> that was doing? funny. <laughs> like, that was, that was, that was a, again, that was a great hint. Yeah. And then, the other thing was, when, when Tony meets his dad, Howard, um, when he asked for the name, mm-hmm. I wish he had said, rather than, he goes with Howard Potts, mm-hmm. which is obviously his dad's name and Pepper's name, yeah. I wish he had gone with Tony Stank. <laughs> That's the that would have been a nice another callback mainly yeah. uh, yeah, after the end of Civil War calling him Tony Stank. Yeah. Um I see that comedically playing well when he goes, I'm Tony and then he's like, uh, Stank. And, like that would have I feel that would have been a nice callback to, to that Stan Lee moment.
3: Yeah, definitely.
5: Um, so now nah, again, so many, just so many gems, man. And there's a lot we've missed. There was probably in Day- Namor Ortiz <laughs> with the Koye's character sort of mm. keeping the whole. On the world of earthquake thing, obviously the Falcon now being Captain America, that being a Disney Plus show, yeah. you know, with the Tesseract now, that's probably his, his Disney Plus show. Like there is, he does a good job setting up stuff potentially, but not yeah. having to take the entire movie like what Age of Ultron had to deal with. Yeah.
0: And even setting up Loki and stuff like that, like, you know, they give us a reason that he could be alive, be it in another timeline or not. I don't know how they're going to explain it. We can avoid talking about the time travel rules. We talked about that enough in the main uh, episode. But
5: um, That's one last thing, right? Like, the idea of like, this movie brought to the table a new sort of theory or method for time travel. Um, and website.
0: they almost completely stick to it until the very end, and then they abandon it. That's unfortunate. Yeah,
5: but. It is, like, And that's why I'm not really, like, delved into, like, the specifics. Like, no, with time travel, no one really pulls themselves yeah. well. That's always, <laughs> that's it, be it never cool.
0: makes sense. But, yeah, the best you can that's ever hope truth. for is to set up your rules and stick to your rules. And they are so close to doing it until the end. <laughs> but, you know, but, it is what it is.
5: After and I, and that's totally forgiven if you your last movie of a 22 superhero blockbuster franchise, is the more than well deserved shot of Cap dancing with Peggy, and you know completely that's fair. that's the final shot of this 22 movies. Like how insane is that? Like they they stuck the line to the point of like, oh that's the final shot, and I'm completely fine. Yeah. completely, final. and it was like. That leading into no post credit scene as well, right? Which mm-hmm. I was fine with because every post credit scene has been leading up to this. Yeah. why have a post credit scene that's just going to diminish what we just lost, you know, yeah. and the sign of the sign of credit that was fantastic. Like um, Downey always gets an applause because he just died, so people want to show him show him love there. Mm-hmm. And again, I mentioned the score that the scores will play the they start doing. The I'm always angry Avengers Assemble Score always also plays while they're doing the sign of such
0: such such Yeah. I feel bad for people who continue to push back against this and you know there are people in the world, uh, you know, uh I mean, <laughs> who uh, just I, don't want any part of it and that's interesting to me. Uh <laughs> at least yeah, I don't know. This legitimately
5: is my last thing Yeah, to, to kind of end on the same note that I started, uh, feeling grateful just to experience it. You yeah. know what? If Avengers isn't your thing, if Game of Thrones isn't your thing, totally fine. I just sincerely hope whatever that is for you, you find it and you enjoy it, or you have it already and you enjoy it. Because, man, we all have busy lives and all stuff going on that's way more important than this. But to have this as an enjoyment and have it as a passion yeah. or whatever it is for you as a hobby... To fall back on, man, it's, it's, yo, it's crazy. It's yeah. absolutely not to be taken for granted. So whatever that is for you, if this isn't your thing, that's fine. But, you know, find that thing if you yeah. don't already have it.
0: And I, and I hope you yeah, don't look, have to deal with people proudly saying that they don't enjoy your thing.
5: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's I, so yeah, 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 whatever, yeah. whatever. Like People are going to be people, right? Like yeah. just people just avoiding spoilers, like. How were you able to avoid spoilers? I had to stay on social media for a tile of week. That was the only way I could be sure. Mm-hmm. I muted all the keywords. I stayed <laughs> on Twitter, stayed off Reddit. I definitely stayed on Screen Rat. Screen rat, I don't even know what they do these days other than just trying to spoil stuff. Like, well, it's just yeah. like, guys, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing here? Um, but yeah, that's. It was. Yep. I didn't even look at Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't know what the Rotten Tomatoes score was. For. Yeah, that's a yeah. general
0: principle for me. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah th- I think it's generally a good idea. But all right, man. Yeah. Thank you for joining us and for yeah coming on and being a part of our own little Avengers uh, team reviewing yeah. this movie. You know, mm-hmm. like okay. I said, this is going to be a lot of people um, that will be compiling their thoughts and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you for yep. joining us, and uh we'll definitely try to get you. On. Maybe we will get you on for a Game of Thrones episode. I, I don't oh, know. Oh
5: please! I am I am ready for Game of Thrones stuff. Like yeah. this is I am rewatching every season in between the final episode. Nice, so I'm Currently, nice. I just wrapped up season two. We're going to pick up on season three. I've seen the first four seasons, I think three times, but that was yeah. like four years ago. Yeah, so it's refreshing and it was kind of like interesting to see all these you know setups that are paying off. Um. Well, one quick plug uh, at producer TV in my social handle, but at uninterrupted, we recently started a TV and movie review conversation podcast with a sport through a sports lens or with a football spin, whatever, whichever way you want to call it. It's actually hosted by Spencer Payinger, who exec produces the show All American to CW now on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Every new two. It's a show based on his life. I'm starring Taye Diggs and you know, some other actors. He's uh, a former Super Bowl champ, now turned Hollywood exec. Big Marvel fan. Big in the you know TV and movie space. It's a good talker. So we do a, sh- a podcast with him at Uninterrupted. Check it out on we we run this station is what you need to search in Apple Podcasts and the show title is uh, Film Study. So check out any episodes of Film Study on. We That's run a great this name. Station. I like that We're definitely going to be talking about Avengers later on this week, probably Friday for release. Um, And so, yeah,
0: check it out. Uh, Shout out Spencer Pissinger, um, former Miami Dolphin. There we go. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll, we'll, like I said, we're definitely going to try to get you on for a Game of Thrones episode. And um, yeah, we'll definitely have you back. So, we will see everybody on the next part.